The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, Joel Pearl? Welcome to Tim and Joel Call It in the Ring. I watched some wrestling. It's been a couple weeks, though. Hasn't it been? Watch, I didn't watch any of the old stuff. I skipped it all. I watched <laughs> the highlight reel of Darby Allen and uh, Jeff Hardy in the Who Can Destroy Their Back match. That was, it yeah. was fine. There was a lot of Who Can Destroy Their Back. Um, apparently no one uh, except Mad Cat Moss. Who can bruise his little back, and that is apparently a debilitating injury—a bruised back. It wasn't. Was it a bruised back? Because like he they went after his neck. It, it's a cervical contusion, which is a bruised back. But <laughs> but he went after his neck. Corbin contusion went after is neck. a stupid word to use that these monkeys in WWE continue to insist on. You well, can cause... just lie. You can just say he's got a broken neck for all that matters. Like it doesn't. But a broken neck is too serious, Tim. You don't come back from a broken neck in weeks. Say he's a medical freak. <laughs> like it's fake. I'm... It's fake, which which the the taping in SmackDown showed me that not enough parents perhaps tell their children. <laughs> Cuz wow, the 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 parents of Grand Rapids, Michigan, you're raising some dumb childs. Like <laughs> wow, you are on one already. I, I, I don't know. I don't even know if I like wrestling anymore, Joel. It's just kind of stupid. <laughs> the point of wrestling is to suspend your disbelief, Tim. Exactly. As those children who were bawling at, oh no, RK bro getting beaten up. Yeah, like, because their favorites are getting beaten up. It's like it's like when, when their favorite superheroes get beaten up in the movies. Perhaps those children shouldn't watch those things because they are not emotionally equipped to understand the difference between I reality and not reality. Disagree. I think it's perfectly human for these kids to have emotional responses to their heroes. Uh, Listen, sure. albeit some of their heroes, their choices are questionable, but... The point is, they still have heroes. I mean, listen, Iron Man's a piece of shit, but people still cry over him dying. Yeah. You know what? Let them all die. I don't care. Did he die yeah. in one of the movies? I am anti-Santa. Screw a Santa. Nonsense. True. <laughs> all right. I think we've already ruined our yeah, entire yeah. fan base for a day. Good. This you know what I did? I went out I, I went out in these two weeks, and I, I, I scraped my knees. I touched some grass. I saw some things that weren't pro wrestling, and it's been a good couple of weeks. I'm rejuvenated. Uh, so I watched am I. some things, and it's good. Well, we're going to talk about those things right after y'all hit the thumbs up here on this video. If you leave a comment here on youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked and subscribe to the channel too. We just hit 13,000 subscribers. That's insane. I am stoked. And thank y'all for coming along for the ride. We're, we got so much more content coming your way. New stuff, old stuff coming back. We're working on it all the time, dropping stuff. Uh, we try to do stuff every single day here at Fightful Overbooked. And we do it because we are, as I say, self-funded. We are self-sufficient. We are self-funded by friends and family and viewers like you. Send us your super chats. It's that little dollar sign in the YouTube gimmick in the chat box that uh, has a dollar sign. And you can send any amount that you'd like. It supports us here at Fightful Overbooked. And also get your question, your statement read on the air. We also have a Discord. Go to the Discord. People talk about wrestling in there. People like wrestling in there. So come talk wrestling in the Discord. Tim, are you ready? Where do you want to start? <laughs> Where are we going to start? Uh, anything good happened on Raw? I watched none of it. Is Ezekiel still the best? Actually, yes. The Ezekiel so. stuff was good. hilarious. Uh, Ezekiel and KO continue to have the probably the best outcome for anything on Raw. Uh, so the only thing that was better than the Ezekiel and KO and Alpha Academy gimmicks are the countdown, the Cody clock. Did you know about the Cody clock? I saw the Cody clock, which... 
actually, I kind of just shut off raw when I saw that come on. <laughs> that was like not because it, it was egregious, just because I had other things to do. <laughs> and like the countdown to Cody is not enough to keep me fixated because like I've seen a lot of Cody and it's That's fine. Fair. It's just it's kind of the same every time. <laughs> I, I'm going to start a, a countdown to our show so that people start getting a, a, a daily fix of us. As long as you throw it up at least two hours before it happens so that people can sit there waiting for two hours, I guess. I don't know. I usually tweet about it about an hour and a half before our show goes live and then again 30 minutes before and then the live. So uh, maybe we're on track here. Maybe we're doing it right. Maybe they're ripping us off again because because the Cody clock two hours. Well, we take about two hours mm-hmm. to set everything up. I think That's it's true. right. Yeah. yeah, it's the countdown to Joel Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> we got a super chat from Tom Talks Rubbish. Big love, boys. He says, This is now part of my routine. Love the show. Well, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. We apologize in advance if we ruined all of your love of wrestling. But yeah, also, if I'm, if I'm the salty in. jackass through the rest of this, I apologize. Um, okay. So we'll, we'll get to the big news uh, in a minute. Anything? What, what news? Else from there's Rome's news. Uh, you know, I that heard that news. there was news. <laughs> there, you know that there was news. Um, the, the news is that Edge is going around and blocking everyone on social media who has a problem with his new gimmick. That's the news. Good. That's fine. Good for him. I don't care. Like that's really? whatever. If if he needs to like zero in to make it better, which is the, the positive silver lining <laughs> optimist approach that I'm taking, then by all means do it. Big, it would be fine. Fan. There's so much good in there. Like that I'm like, I think people are a bit like over the top negative about it. I don't think it's that bad. I think some problems are uh the judgment day like the name is awful music's fine looks fine uh i get people are upset about the you people thing but like i don't know man like what else is he gonna do (laughs) (laughs) that's the whole point they should be finding something else to do yeah i could just call themselves the blued and there you're good you did it and then then have an initiation ceremony that's like kind of sort of vampiric but like not they have to drink from the chalice yeah exactly and it's just blue kool-aid or something oh my god it's blue aid yeah but it's purple it has to be purple well you know it's so so they gotta drink purple drink and then that's how they oh no (laughs) that's how they drink it and someone brings to the party oh oh and their new theme song is a michael jackson too no no oh my god our truth brings sunny d to join the house of black that sorry not the house of black the house of purple i just read that in the comments he misunderstands yeah and he completely he just brings Sunny D to it. He's like, oh my bad, <laughs> and no one's gonna understand the reference because like, oh it's man, a someone... 90s commercial. Oh Ace, you just reminded me about the, the, the <laughs> mountain of, of omnipotence. The, the omnipotence thing. You know what? No, this gimmick is crap. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Sorry, Edge. We apologize. You're probably gonna block us now. Block us. Uh, block me. I don't need to see Edge tweets. I'm tired of seeing. Beth every time tweet out there's still good in him every every time he does one of these whiplash turns like <laughs> I can change him it's just like no, no lady you've been married for years you have two children how do you not see what's going on he's clearly got a problem he constantly vacillates between being a decent human and being a sack of crap oh man uh so yeah they did chat gable versus ezekiel that was the whole there it was a comedy thing owens is on commentary and he's hilarious throughout the whole thing every time they mention ezekiel he's like alas and uh it's just a, a fun match good match between ezekiel and chad gable uh, I, i'm enjoying it just because it's it's chicken salad and they've absolutely killed it kevin owens can do absolutely no wrong Best and the ezekiel carrier the, the ezekiel character is uh is great i mean it's so stupid it's funny I love it. It's you know, it's it it harkens back to the actually fun storylines of like the attitude era, you know? They go crazy. You do silly stuff. Silly stuff. Wrestling is at its best when it's being silly, but not like yeah. mountain of an omnipotence. Mole I am a wrestling god. It is the What's the opposite of a mountain? No, it's not a molehill. It's a it's a it's it's it goes convex con concave concave convex it goes concave so like it would be a like valley a, a, a valley of omnipotence <laughs> the valley of omnipotence <laughs> the moment this is the moment of omnipotence with your host <laughs> mole man, oh, in the Hans morning. Mole man. 
<laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, so the main event of Raw was a number one contendership match for the women's championship. It was Asuka versus Becky Lynch, but that was not the original plan. At no. the beginning of the night, they <laughs> oh, promoted no. it. So, so okay, we're, we're, we're going to talk about it because this is the actual news. So the original plan was a six-woman match, a six-pack challenge to determine the number one contender for the women's championship. It was going to be Sasha Banks, Naomi, Becky Lynch, Asuka, Nikki A.S.H., and Dewdrop. They promoted that at the top of the show, and then in the middle of the show, they changed it, and they put all the blame on Naomi and Sasha, who had in real life walked out. Um, there, there's been so much talk about how this shit is being dealt with, and I don't think you and I need to rehash everything. I do want your opinions on uh, Sasha and Naomi walking out, of course, because you and I haven't really talked about that much here or offline for them, for that matter. We people don't really understand that. Like Tim and I don't talk a lot about wrestling offline. We we mostly just talk about mundane life stuff. Um, but I do want to get your take on that. And um, what you maybe don't know, because I don't think you watched all of Raw, was that yeah, they had Vince basically pipe in a statement that. They had Corey Graves read on the air. I heard it, yeah. Uh, yeah, you heard about it. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I was going to play I've seen like most of these takes. It's just like, for the most part, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I don't. Okay. It sucks so you, that you, yeah. like, if this really screwed up storylines, I would care more, but it doesn't because WWE screws up their own storylines like week to week. Like, they just drop stuff all the time. Like, you had Shinsuke walk by Roman on Friday and they just did a huh, remember they almost had an idea and then we uh, you know turned it around again um so that's like that's what it is it's 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 like really silly to be doing it on air like just be like oh they're unprofessional blah 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 it's like this whole industry is run by clowns <laughs> and participated yes. in by clowns so it's like you're all I don't think any of you know what the world word professional means like up until like 10 years ago, you were doing real messed up stuff in the locker room every night. So like, I don't like I, I can't be that outraged because this is like this is what wrestling is all all around. And like, yeah, WWE really sucks at booking women's tag titles. Tag teams in general. As far yeah. as I'm so like, yeah, if you're upset there, fine. I don't think I, you the biggest right. issue is that WWE continues to miscategorize its employees. And so, yeah. like, so, like I said, the biggest takeaway here from this entire Naomi and Sasha walkout is that Andrew Yang hasn't piped up again and said that he can reclassify wrestlers and make them independent contractors, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, Andrew he, Yang's he, a charlatan, so. Well, <laughs> that's, the, that's the point. <laughs> but, like, I'm not going to – listen, I, I know a lot of people have talked about the um, – the racial implications of this because it is two black women who walked out and now WWE's taken uh, they this is what they decide to take a stand on whereas other walkouts they haven't done anything that's not for us to talk about cuz Tim and I are not we're not the right people to talk to that to that story there are other people having those conversations and I encourage you to go and 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 listen to those circles because we're not the people when it comes to the to the um production side of things I think Tim, you can agree that the the worst thing that they could have done was to walk out when the show has already started. To like actually cause a ripple, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If they gave them the time, it wouldn't have had the impact that they were seeking. Which, like, yeah, like here's the thing: as far as I'm concerned, it's a job. You can walk out whenever you want. Like that's the yes. the the U.S. for the most part seems very uh at ease with allowing employees to be let go at a moment's notice without any repercussions WWE is pretty good about that as far as I know everyone hates the contract thing but 90 days pay is something that most people don't get it's <laughs> um, pretty good so like you know and there might be repercussions to you leaving a job but like no one like it, it, this isn't life and death it doesn't matter that they chose to leave it's not who who cares like, and then another employer will have the free choice to decide whether or not that impacts their decision to hire them as well down the line, which I doubt it will because like mm -hmm. WWE is what it is. It's this behemoth that I think a lot of people are displeased with. So I don't begrudge them their decision to leave if they wanted to 
do the most impactful protest leaving as the show had already begun is the only way to do that. It sounds well. And like, you know, I think they've consulted with lawyers, which is why they haven't, they haven't put out a statement, right? Specifically Naomi and Sasha. No, no. Sasha's been on socials. She's in Minneapolis hanging out at like Prince's house and then going to a Steve Aoki concert and like living her best life. And everyone's just like, Oh, she's on top of the world. And everyone's just, no, she's been suspended. She's, but you're gonna she's not gonna stay at home and cry like that's not yeah. exactly her business but yeah no and if she's you know if she had the money to do it comfortably and not be struggling to you know feed herself whatever so on smackdown this past friday they announced that they have suspended sasha and naomi quote unquote indefinitely my favorite favorite part of this whole suspension thing is the fact that they do they come from so they do they do a cutaway after the Xavier Woods and Butch match and Xavier Woods is telling the 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 person in the back you know we're going to get a, a third person and we're going to beat the shit out of fight night and they were coming for you next week you know it's going to be a big surprise when we get our surprise tag team partner and then they come back to from the break or from uh, from the backstage and Pat McAfee is like so hyped up and he's like, who are they going to find? This is going to be amazing. Oh my God. Six man tag, Michael Cole, who are they going to get? And then Michael Cole launches into this like super serious segment, like just this, this, this whole. Written, the, juxta- the juxtaposition right was a little bit odd. <laughs> like... It's so, it was so bad and it was hilarious. I just, I had a good laugh. I was like, Oh my God. And, you know, the question was, who who are they going to get? And then all of a sudden, Michael Cole is like, Naomi and Sasha are reprehensible human beings. They deserve to be like, oh, my God, Michael Cole. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I'm going to say I side with Naomi and Sasha because, like, none of this is life and death. Like, they can walk off whenever they want. It's a bloody job. Like, they're miscategorized as contractors. So, like, yeah, you might get sued. Like, that's fine. But if you take that choice, no one died. Like they're not reprehensible human beings. Like that's like it's just that bootlicker. Like oh, I gave you a job, which is the greatest thing a man could ever give a person. Piss off! Like this is so dumb. It's that employer, like you employees owe me nonsense. That is just like I'm never gonna buy into that. You guys are abusing employees. I don't care if they don't reciprocate with like undying bootlicking love. It was very strange. The comments that were made in the in the statement were basically like they let everybody down. They're they're really twisting this into it is not the company's fault, it is the workers' fault. And then WWE would go on to basically give all of this info that they've been giving, like generally, like all the press stuff. They're giving the it to major. <laughs> they're giving it to major outlets now. Yeah. Like TMZ ran it. Like and people are like, oh, New York Post had a TMZ, but let's. Let's oh, the New York Post, respected so that, publication. Well, that's the thing. Like, respected or not, the readership yeah, yeah. is unfortunately what oh, matters. Oh, very high. Yeah. Right? That's the problem. And and after the Monday night show, uh, people were pointing out that the New York Post picked it up. And I was like, yeah, but the Post is shit. But also, wrestling fans, let, no, you know what? I'm not even going to put on wrestling fans. A lot of people, fan, wrestling fans or not, it doesn't matter. A lot of people will take news from any publication that looks big. New York yep is a word that people is a city massive therefore it must be this big uh this big bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Publication. Doesn't matter if it's right or not. Um, And then TMZ picked it up. They're running with it. E was a big one. Entertainment news. If E is going to run with it, just... We know that the point is that they had uh, uh, E had Total Divas, so that was an easy 
you know, connection yeah, for them yeah, to make they, and send all that info. Something. It, it just, it looks like a smear campaign and it doesn't look good on anybody. I really think that for various reasons, both sides suck. For various reasons, both sides have their reasons for feeling right or feeling slighted. Um, and we're not going to know anything until Sasha and Naomi say something. So the big part, this is the more important part of our conversation, Tim, is in that statement on SmackDown, this is where the, where we come back to the kayfabe, uh, they said they're going to run a tournament for new women's tag team champions. Tim, can you name me two other women's tag teams in the WWE? Natalia and Shayna Baszler, kind of. Okay, there's one. Can you give me one more? No. Okay, Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop, there's one. Are they a tag team? Have they done anything since that one interaction backstage? Yeah, they they lost a tag team. They lost a tag match against Sasha and Naomi. So we're jumping right to the finals. They truly are going for the stumpiest of brackets. I see. <laughs> it's going to be a four team. It's 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 very strange. Um, so Will Washington from Grapsity Pod had pointed out the fact that years and years and years and years and years ago. They had Hornswoggle give up the Cruiserweight Championship. This was in like 20, it was in the 2010s. And they said, we're going to have a tournament to crown a new Cruiserweight Champion. And then they didn't until 2016 when they did the Cruiserweight Classic. Are we looking at the same thing here? They're just going to give up the titles and forget about them? What do you think? Honestly, man, I have no idea where anything's going. (laughs) Like, there's no... Like you buy a ticket to a WWE event, the WWE event these days, you're you're gambling. Like that's that's what you're getting. Like oh oh, by the way, Raw is going to be here August twenty second. You want to go? Uh, if you can get me tickets for like a, a laughably low amount, like I, you know like, you know how I get my tickets, so probably yes. You me yeah. you me and some others. I'm sure we'll figure something out. We'll yeah, yeah. I'll go, here. but I won't pay even a fret. Like I will pay maybe one quarter of full. Wait, what is full price? It depends where we're sitting. We're gonna sit in the lower bowl. We'll figure it out. It's August. Like okay. we're literally. I will pay less than off. one quarter of full price because I don't I like. I don't care. I got you. Well, we'll we'll make some things out of it. We'll do some on some on air stuff. I don't know. Love it. Uh, but yes, I, I agree. When you go to a show, it can be a real. It can be a real toss. Well, and that's like I know you said like like I don't think anything negative about Sasha and Naomi about this. And like you know, I, I get that Sasha can be like there's been some rumblings in the past about her being a little difficult with things but like i don't i don't care like like they really like it it, i don't know it whatever like i don't get the smear campaign it seems ludicrous because it's not going to be effective with any of their competitors so why what are you doing it like why i mean i feel like they're going to come back i I do like i think they will resolve this it's just it's so unnecessary to waste all of this energy on it like Focus that, focus that energy on writing better shows. You know how you resolve it? And we don't know how quickly they're going to get Sasha and Naomi back. You have this tag team tournament. And yes, it will be stumpy. It will absolutely be stumpy. It'll probably end at Money in the Bank because that's the stadium show. And, And knowing WWE, if they don't get Sasha and Naomi back in time, it'll be on the Money in the Bank kickoff. If they do get Sasha and Naomi back, it'll be on the main show and it will end with something like the it'll become like a triple threat final because the girls will come back and be like, no, 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 no. This is our tag title. Now it's relevant because we left. No, we're we want our we want our titles back, blah, blah, blah. They'll either do it at Money in the Bank or they'll do it the next night. But I think they'll be back uh, throughout the summer. I do. Yeah, that's how you do it. Or you have the Bellas come in. And then the Bellas win the, the women's tag titles. And then the next night, they're like, we're retiring. And then they do another tournament. Just keep the tournaments rolling, babe. Every single, every few months, it's a women's tag title tournament. And they have to find new women's tag teams to throw together. It's a lethal lottery. Oh, my God. You get the women. You you get the big tumbler. Yeah, just get the to... bingo balls and start assembling yeah. teams that way. Like, oh my not only position, like, do, one, do the gauntlet that makes no sense. And then just assemble teams via bingo bingo balls like and i'm pointing like people are saying in the chat you know naomi took off all of her wwe reference people do that shit all, all the, the time. time like yeah. let's i wouldn't it's read not it's not a that. thing i yeah don't read into it too much because they can easily put it right back in there it's an, yeah it's a, you know it's a few thumb presses like there and back up and down so it's like it's not that big of a at this point they're posturing right to come back and get a better shake like it's a it's a strike it's not yeah 
biggest thing in the like it's a strike they they very well could come back and get better creative for it get better well, probably not pay because wwe but i don't know where the contracts stand people are saying it's maybe a few months are left people are saying maybe not i don't know people like there's no official word of what the contracts look like but uh i i just i see them both coming back for those who were saying you know oh sasha to aew she loves wrestling so so much sasha's not gonna go to honestly the lesser the lesser competent like the lesser show and when i say the lesser show again like it's all subjective but the lesser show in terms of eyeballs in terms of the way people um look at wwe as a media like a media company the name wwe holds much more weight than aew does and i don't think sasha sees herself and i'm, I'm not gonna I, I'm speaking for her now, but I wouldn't normally. I don't think she sees herself going to AEW. That's what I. Yeah, think. I don't know. I don't like. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to pretend to understand. Like, I don't. I don't know. No, God, no. Banks is at all. Like, I just see a lot of weird takes on Twitter about Sasha Banks. Like WWE. That's not, normal. Not promoting her her Mandalorian episode enough, we, and I was like, oh, she had like one line, y'all. Well, <laughs> like, she's not, not even good. that. The man yeah, like she didn't stuff. even talk the first episode. Well, no, I talked about this on on Grappy Hour with Lily. Like they did the same thing with Jinder Mahal recently. People yeah, don't know this. He's on a whole, TV show. Yeah, Not he did Big Sky. One, but a TV show. But you know why people don't know about it and why WWE didn't talk about it? Different network. Because <laughs> WWE didn't put it together. Yeah. So like what? Sasha didn't get the Mandalorian part through WWE. She got it on her own, which is great. Like get your yeah, work, yeah. but. Don't expect your employer to suddenly love you and and promote what you're doing as a quote independent contractor just because like the Mandalorian stuff. Yeah, they're not thrilled about they're not thrilled about things like The Rock and John Cena. Eh? Like they're not yeah. super happy they did that. <laughs> they would prefer to continue making money off of them. <laughs> they're promoting The Rock's movies and The Rock's not even promoting WWE out of it. Not even a little, which is they're just getting like... big they're getting more out of a big gold egg than they are out of The Rock. Oh man, that was bad. That was so bad. <laughs> Forgot about the big gold egg. Omar sends a super chat saying WWE has a women's tag team giant copium. Uh, there are a lot of women in NXT right now, which yeah. is which is amazing. And like you can easily put a bunch of them together and bring them up to Maine. But the problem is, what happens afterwards? They don't do shit with them. No, because there's no tag teams at all. They don't exactly. Care. Uh, and they, you think they would too, right? Because they love doing the the tag team. Uh, you do one, then the other two do one, and then we'll all do one kind of, but it'll end in a DQ. You know that kind of shuffle. They, there's only there's only room for one v one all the time with the occasional two. Like it's it's A yeah. and A versus B and B. Like it's no, it's very plug and play with WWE. That's the way they run it. And for those who are saying like or asking like, do you think Sasha leaves wrestling altogether? No, I think she comes back to WWE. Vince McMahon has a propensity for welcoming people back with open arms and being like, it's just business, brother. And he does say that like it. all the time. He is very naked in that opinion. That like. He kind of he rewards behavior like this like he a does. lot. So it's like true. don't like this is not. I don't think he get he doesn't get it get that emotional about this stuff. You saw him on the McAfee interview that uh, you know that that McAfee interview where he just like he was very explicit that like he he kind of rewards this like it's a game to him. All of this is a game. Yes, because yes, he doesn't take it that seriously because he's still making so much money and no matter what they put on a terrible program like every week and they still make money hand over fist i had people who like don't watch the weeklies talk to me because they knew I, I do the podcast and stuff and they're like oh, you see wwe's coming are you going we got tickets and i was like mm, man that show sucks <laughs> like but you know normal people like they, it still makes money because they'll still go and check it out once a year because the, like, circus the name comes to town. is so exactly the name is so enormous like yes and and then again that just goes back to my point that for a lot of these wrestlers they're not running to join other companies because they're already in the biggest company and the opportunities outside of the company that come with that are much bigger than going just to wrestle elsewhere um yeah also categorization or not those paychecks are huge like yes they are big money low, even for low tier status like that you're making a lot of money and like listen i get it if you are someone who is on the internet plugged in 24 hours a day 
watching wrestling, talking about wrestling, watching review shows and things like that. Yeah, you're probably burnt out on wrestling, even though you don't want to admit it, because guess what? You're watching a lot of fucking wrestling. Yeah, now you're watching us. So like and we're and talking about wrestling. talk about wrestling. And like I saw some people comment on me, like not, you know, not watching a lot of wrestling. I watched Dynamite, I watched uh SmackDown and I watched uh Rampage this week. I just I can't watch all of this because I personally don't understand how any of you do if you watch literally everything. But I yeah. know that most of you don't. You watch like your favorites, which is what I wish I could do. And I encourage that. I yes, encourage you to continue watch to do that. Like, like we'll fill in the gaps and, and I'll yell about Raw. But like I, Raw's, I, Raw's been better. It, it goes back and forth. I still don't understand why people will continue to watch companies that they don't enjoy just to shit all over it. Yeah. That's something like we we started the show talking about the things that we're enjoying about WWE. And there were a lot of things that I enjoyed this past week on SmackDown and Raw. And like, honestly, I can wait and then find those YouTube clips if I'm really burnt out and just want to see it. Like last week, we didn't do a show because two reasons. One, burnt out. Like I felt like I just needed that week off. And Tim, I think you agree. Uh, We we, we used it. Number two was I was I was not at home. I, I ended up being in a remote location again for a week and I just wanted to, you know, not sit with my headphones in the bunker looking like an idiot again. <laughs> it just felt weird to me. I don't like that feeling. So uh, so we took the week off and it felt better. I feel so much better having done that. And I encourage people to do that when it comes to watching wrestling. Yeah. And like, you know, one thing, a good thing I'll say about Twitter is like I, I was able to see all the stuff that I missed. Like, that because th- this is how WWE is making their content now is to make bite-sized segments for social media everything else is just going to be ads and reruns and because like the the nature of the industry has changed um for them specifically because of the business decisions that they have made and you see this with the the premium live event format like it's a thing that i really enjoyed the build to a pay-per-view but as you saw on smackdown like it is defunct they're not doing that anymore the ple is truly like the live event and to fill out the network content um but the TV shows are the like they get they get the best treatment now. You, that's why you saw this unification match on SmackDown, because they have made conscious business decisions to focus on their network deals, to focus on the Peacock thing. Like it, it just doesn't or not the Peacock thing, because that's the network. Sorry. Um, but they've, they've made a decision to focus on that and probably making a ton of money from YouTube. So. So, the, so that's the thing. It's a content farm. They are absolutely yeah. a media content farm. They're also because their name is so big. So. People clown on the whole, like, we want to be Marvel comments. But the thing is, WWE is Marvel, not in the quality of the content. They Although are I would compare Marvel's content to WWE, my personal uh, opinion. That's fair. And that's fair. But it's some people love Marvel. Listen, some people yeah, love exactly. WWE's content and think it can do no wrong. So whatever. It's all subjective. The point yeah. being, the size and the name value is what they're really getting at. And they have that size and they have that name brand recognition that gets them these partnerships for better or worse, because they are public company. They are, you know, they make, they're trying to make more money. Yeah. Then you can hate it all you want. And I get it. Cause I do, I don't love it, but I respect the money that they make because it's absurd for the, for the content that they put out that I don't always enjoy. They're able to get those deals and it's kind of nuts. Yeah. Someone asking, how does AEW get to the level of WWE? Well, first of all, WWE has like a 50 year head start. Yeah, that's the biggest impediment, which if you look at any large corporation like that, that that amount of time uh, and just access to capital really inhibits any sort of growth. Because in the US, the model is absorb competitors before they get to a competitive level. Um, I doubt that AEW's goal is to get to the level of WWE. I think they're creating a different product for a niche market which is still sizable. There is no mainstream really anymore. Like you can target smaller audiences and still make a ton of money. And like the son of a billionaire probably isn't concerned about growing his company to an absurd level. And not everyone, like I can't stress enough that like, yo, the goal for a lot of people in life shouldn't just be to get as big and powerful as possible. Like you can just exist and be that niche and make great art and content that, you enjoy and the people around you enjoy i'm listening to jeff jarrett's podcast right now catching up and they're talking about the days of tna on on fox Sportsnet and how that deal came together and that you know there was times they had to pay for the spots and then eventually they showed the ratings and basically like how the growth happened in tna for better or worse tna yeah. the, tna and impact is like its own 
weird conversation because they've lasted 20 years and spent half of it on the ropes being told that they were going to die the next week. But here they are. They're still they're they're flourishing now. I mean, we just brought back a weekly post show on Fightful, and thankfully I'm hosting it uh, along with Cresta, who's by the way friggin' awesome. Cresta star, uh, go check that out. So we're doing that every single week. But the point I'm trying to make is that Impact is not trying to be the next WWE, no. and they weren't back then either. They were trying to promote a different alternative to wwe style of programming much like aew does and aew is trying to promote wrestling in its own way and wrestling doesn't have the same it's not 2000 it's not 99 it's not it's not the attitude era it's not that time and if wrestling comes back around and there's this huge boom period we could maybe see aew take a, a launching point way off but uh it, it, it there's so much content out there there wasn't Look, 25 years ago. Exactly. Like like I said, there is no real... Like, if you're not satisfied with the mainstream of mainstream, which is like, you know, there, there's... It, the same thing has happened in music. Like, there are so many different sub pockets where you will more than cover your expenses just by producing content for smaller audiences. And that's fine. Like, it's the thousand true fans thing for an individual artist. So, like, you know, scale that up to a company. I don't know how much it costs to run something like AEW, but... They're covering expenses, I'm sure. Um, and Impact, like the, they're they're all different. They all have a different flavor to them. Impact is doing it. Like I honestly feel like if I were to walk away right now, I'd probably just watch Dynamite and Impact every week. Um, and I'm not getting the chance to watch Impact right now because people love talking about WWE and and uh, and AEW so much. But like Impact is is following that format that I really enjoyed, which is the build to uh, a almost monthly pay per view. They run so many of them, um, and then doing the zany storylines and the, all the backstage. Like I really enjoy Impact's programming because it follows the format that I grew up with. The WWE went from the '90s, whereas AEW doesn't have as many pay per views, so they can and they're really trying to you know pop the ratings type thing. So they're focused heavily on their TV shows, which is fine and good. It's just a different structure. Like, you know, I like things about it. I dislike things about it. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it's all about watching what you like. And that's why I say, if you're burnt out on wrestling on one company, try something else, man. You might there's find so out. Many. So yeah, many. There's so many. You might find that MLW's for you. You might find out that uh, GCW's for you. I watched GCW last night in bits and pieces. And of course, I enjoy what I watch because I find, I find something to enjoy in just about everything. And when yeah. I don't, psh, turn it off. It's just not for me. Let's yeah, talk about it's really that bad. Yeah, just step yeah. away. Yeah, exactly. Just step away. Your time is very important. It's precious. And there's only so much of it in your day. I'm getting stared at by my wife who's like, you waste your time all day. Let's talk about Dynamite. Let's talk about Rampage. You you took a look. It was a stacked show. Um, Johnny Elite, of course, makes his... His impact debut, big fan of that. <laughs> Love seeing John he Morrison. All, he hit all the Johnny Elite, Johnny insert name beats. He botched a high flying move, <laughs> which is something he does every time. And it's something I look forward to because I do think he is a tremendous wrestler, a very good high flyer, and I'm a huge fan. But every single match he botches one high flying move. And I come to, I've come to enjoy it as like a treat. It's great. <laughs> Has a good match with Samoa Joe, Mimosa Joe, Rigosa Joe, Samosa Joe. And uh, Mimosa Joe gets the win. He's going forward in the Owen Hart tournament. That's going to be next week is the final. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, is next week. The, no, not sorry. Next week is the semifinals and then semifinals. the finals are at double or nothing. Uh, Which like double, double or nothing is going to be a fucking massive card as it is. We'll talk about that yeah, in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You're going to say. I, I like, I, you know, I, I find it funny that they started with the quarterfinals and like the tournament has officially begun. And it's like, why do you, you did qualifiers? Why not just count those as well? Then I wouldn't complain about like, I, I feel like I don't really have anything to complain about with these stumpy brackets, like the women's tournament different because they had the buys, but like the men's tournament, they had all those quarterfinal or the qualifier matches. So I'm fine with it. We've got, it's taken a while for us to get to even the semifinals. So we're good. No pile driver. I did not mean Jason Momoa. I meant <laughs> I meant Samoa Samoa Joe or Mimosa Joe or Ragosa Joe or Samosa Joe. Jamoa Jamoa So, so. <laughs> Jamoka right. Almond Fudge. Way, yeah, Johnny much. Johnny telling Joe to stay in place. Very funny. Like because yes. he, he just he's like he's like oh Catch man I've been working on, he's been working into all these indie shows he forgot. <laughs> 
Hey man, you got you got to give respect to Johnny Caballero. He's he was doing great stuff over in AAA. So there you go. Uh, Hangman Adam Page has a match against uh, Kanosuke Takeshita, and that was such a such a good match. Unexpectedly good. I mean, we know that Takeshita has been on fire in AEW. He's been doing yep. really really good stuff. Uh, and for you know for Hangman, it's Hangman. He's gonna have a good match. CM Punk's at uh, at commentary wears himself a shirt that gets some eyes on him. Good on him. And uh, what do you think? What do you think of the match? What have you got to say about uh, Punk and Page moving forward to double or nothing? I think this has been built in an interesting way. I don't really like I I was concerned about it at first. I, I think it's been built well. I, I think Punk just being like like no one's heel face really here. Like they're both kind of taking shots. I don't know. They could go a lot of ways, and I really enjoy it. I don't. I didn't mind punk on commentary yet again. Um, it was fine. It was good. That's just how they're doing it now. They're yeah. They, if they're going to tell the story in a way where the wrestlers are giving their promos via commentary while watching their opponents wrestle, I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, I would well, like some face to face, but also there's only so much face to face you can do leading up to a quarterly pay-per-view. That's the other side. Like you need that one-sided comment and then the other side gets a rebut the next week and then they come together in the ring and actually talk or argue whatever it is. That works for me. Wow, you in the wrong room, bud. Um, <laughs> woof. Woof. Dork. Uh, anyway. uh, so the, yeah, like I, I kind of like how they've built it. Um the, they're trying to jam so much and like this is how it's got to be you have to do the commentary piece because they're going to be they have this massive roster i like that it's like a, a crazy sprint for two hours like I, I really don't mind it it is a truly different format compared to the other stuff out there uh it can be a lot sometimes yeah i was gonna say there are things that i really don't oh, like yeah, yeah. about that but go ahead. it absolutely can be but like i don't mind that they're shoving people on commentary uh i just again wish that they didn't have the people the active wrestlers on commentary so much like i didn't like it when team taz was getting all that rub and taz was constantly working the storylines jericho's back on commentary on rampage like that stuff i don't appreciate so much but uh and then we're gonna get into this right now is that uh you've got keith lee and swerve strickland as a tag team uh they took on the war horsemen they won and then afterwards Keith Lee was just like, with that win, we are now in contention for the AEW. And I'm just, I went to Cage Match. I was like, I don't remember watching them wrestle. And then, of course, they've wrecked. This is, a, you a know, good where thing. it happened. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I give AEW credit for this is that they, when they do the wins and losses matter thing, they give it to them on dark or dark elevation. Like, they legitimately give them the wins. I just wish they kind of pointed to them more. Maybe give me like a montage of 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 swerve and keith getting these wins just so that i visually understand that they're not just talking about it they're actually doing it uh and then of course starks and hobbs come out and they're like no we're the guys and then the tag champions come out lucha boy lucha boy and jungle saurus we're doing this again sorry jungle boy lucha saurus they come out with christian cage and cage is just like yeah we'll give you a title shot and of course they're not he's not the champion but whatever um triple threat tag match double or nothing i don't love it i don't no it's fine i also didn't love uh christian's promo it was kind of like oh and another thing <laughs> like <laughs> could you imagine this is like just a 20 minute filibuster from christian cage oh and another thing i hate the way you guys <laughs> film us what 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 i did really enjoy from that back and forth was uh the ripping on of ricky starks <laughs> the bar of soap with a pearl necklace Good stuff. the dressed to play golf with my grandfather which oh my god christian's grandfather must be very old <laughs> actually little known fact christian cage's grandfather is bobby fish oh makes sense yeah. okay there you go so we'll see uh jungle boy luchasaurus versus powerhouse hobbs and oh, starks okay. and swervingly at double or nothing i i just I just wanted that match to be, I don't know. I, I just wanted more build. It felt like they just kind of inserted the tag team champions in there because they realized, oh shit, we need to put the tag titles online. Uh, and then they'll do the triple threat on Dynamite. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. They'll do, um, yeah, they'll do the three ways for both sides of the teams and it'll be good. But um, yeah, it's fine. I just, the, the way this double or nothing card is shaping up, I'm kind of not loving it, <laughs> but I'm going to enjoy the, the show. 
I'm not sure I know all the matches on it, so we'll have to do a quick rundown. We'll, we'll do a quick review. And then next week, next week, Double or Nothing is on Sunday. So we will spend Sunday going through the card, giving our predictions and just talking okay. about uh, talking yeah. about what's going on. Because we will have seen uh, the, the Vegas Dynamite and Rampage by then. So we'll have a lot to talk about in the AW world. And probably not a lot in the WWE world because they will be a week or two away from Hell in a Cell at that point. So they will have announced Bobby Lashley versus Omos in this cell. Good times. Uh, Wardlow MJF, the lashes happen. Wardlow MJF is going to happen at the show, but first they got to do the steel cage match on Wednesday. That'll be fun. Looking forward to Wardlow versus Sean Spears with MJF as the special guest referee. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to add yeah. to that until next week. No, I, th- I thought that the segment was good. Still liking the build for this. Luis is asking why the Bobby Fish slander because it's just so easy. <laughs> Him being an, a, a grandfather is not slander. That's, That's just true. A statement of true fact. <laughs> Are you trying to? Is it because Christian Cage is old? Is that what we're trying to say? Anyway, uh, Phoenix Kyle O'Reilly in the Owen Hart quarterfinal was really, really, really good. Go out oh, here and watch it. If I had one thing to tell you, just go watch that match. Very fun, very fast-paced, very Kyle O'Reilly going after Phoenix's shoulder the entire time. Love that. Or his elbow, I should say. Uh, it, it was good. There was just a lot of good stuff back and forth between those two. Yeah. Anything to add to that? No. Was that Okay, so was his injured elbow, was it the one that was in the elbow pad or not? uh i would have to go back and watch that because okay, I don't, Scott, I don't it was his his right elbow was in the was in the pad and i was like oh good he marked it so that like you know Kyle <laughs> not this the one. Other one yeah because <laughs> <laughs> he worked the un the un uh insulated one so i'm like <laughs> i hope that that was the case because a couple of those things look really rough yeah but i mean hey listen if you're kyle o'reilly you know how to yeah how to cinch it in and how to cinch it in lightly yeah you gotta i mean you gotta be ready to to take on all forms of physicality if you're going to be in the ring, right? You, you're not going to also, wrench wait. someone's leg. Or what arm. happened to Goth Abrahantes? He's back to one-gloved uh, I don't, mod? I don't well, even it's know because Phoenix he's... came back. So that's it? He's yeah. just no longer Goth Abrahantes? Okay. I guess not. Uh, we still have Pento Oscuro, and we saw what happened on Rampage. We'll get to that in a minute, because that's a match that I don't think I needed to see outside <laughs> of the buy-in on, on yeah, Double or Nothing. Was the reveal oh god very strange that was so slow and uh, you saw the double or nothing thing they're like double or nothing and they're acting like they don't know what's coming next and it's very obvious like tk's in the back he's just like oh we got room in our tombstone budget Mm. i know what to do and then all of a sudden malachi black's just sitting there being like oh okay that's an idea i guess Okay, but on his birthday, no uh, less. <laughs> Pent is an odd duck. Pent is an odd duck. <laughs> uh, he, but he always gets over because he's just, he's insane. He's fun. I love it. Yeah, yeah, great wrestler. Uh, and then they did the face-to-face Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society and then William Regal with Black Bull Combat way Club. way too much about William Regal. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I said this Nor on I. Nor I. I. Said, I said it on Twitter. Jericho is one of the few people that I can actually see going to these guys in the back and being like, I want to say this, this, and this yeah. about your personal life. Are you okay with it? Because he has those relationships with yeah, those was, people that he mentioned. I don't think there was an issue with any of it. Like I'm sure it was all cleared. Well, some people, um, and rightfully so they, they, they talked about how, um, making light of people with addiction issues is, mm. um, is lowbrow or it's hurtful. Yeah, and and it's also wrestling. It low is also brow wrestling. is a conversation we probably <laughs> we've already discussed low brow and wrestling. I'm just well, yeah, you know, like that's fair. It's totally fair. Like yeah. I, I can see that being frustrating, but I, I think that Mox has the say on what gets to be said about his individual situation. So yeah, and I really do believe that uh, all these guys were like, yeah, go ahead, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, and, and Jericho's even interviewed all of them and had conversations on his podcast with yeah. each and every one of them, including Regal most recently. Like it's a, it was good. I, I think the fact that I had listened to all of those interviews and I knew about these things, it wasn't like, Oh my God, he's going there. It was just, this has been pretty public knowledge. Yeah. So I didn't mind it. What the hell is a disco biscuit? Is that like MDMA <laughs> like ecstasy? Like what the, let's find out disco biscuits. Well, they're a band. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's ecstasy. 
Oh, it is ecstasy. Okay, that's fine. There we go. Good Figured stuff. it out. Look at us. We're, we're, we're learning things here today. <laughs> I guess William Regal does a lot of ecstasy. I mean, maybe at one point he did. Look at that man. You don't think yeah. he was, you he, know. He looks like he knows how to have a good time. I mean, he's you know. probably rubbing the fuzzy wall quite a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, Jericho's like, we're going to do Stadium Stampede. And Moxie's like, nope, none of that So shit. good. That was yeah. excellent. Good stuff. Uh, and instead, they're just going to do a, some sort of anarchy street fight type of walk and brawl at the show and you know what what i would do uh by the way i'm smart enough to use incognito mode mike i search <laughs> history uh incognito mode's bullshit anyway anyway the point is uh they're gonna do this walk and brawl you know how i would book it i would have it be a multi-segment arcing match have it mm. start at like the third match of the show and have it end in the seventh match but keep checking in at different points where they're brawling along the arena things like that i would probably do it like that especially with the amount of uh people that they have in the match there's like 27 people brawling in the match so i would just have different things checking in at different times that's that's my opinion though yeah i think that'd be fun you like because you know it feels like they're just going to do a stadium stampede without calling it the stadium stampede right that's fine yeah exactly uh and then they do the joker for Britt baker it's my Shout out to Lily, my Grappy Hour podcast host, who uh, who got it, nailed it on the head, and even had the receipts to back it up because she was telling me on the air. She's like, oh, they canceled, she canceled a bunch of uh, appearances with her U.S. dates. She wouldn't be doing that if she wasn't making like a bigger appearance somewhere else at the request of a bigger company. And I was like, okay, you're probably right. So Makiito was the Joker. Good match between those two, but that's not the point that matters. Dr. Britt Baker DMD gets the win. Out comes Tony Storm. People saying that that was amazing that she came out and looked and did a thing. I don't know. Tony Storm's fine. I just don't think that she's like this undeniable person. Do you like as a star? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. Again, I st- I haven't. I have to go back and watch the Jamie Hader Tony Storm match because I didn't get the chance to. And I, that's one of the ones I want to check out along with the Hardy and uh, and Darby one. Both very good matches. I yeah, do actually yeah. recommend you go back and watch those. So I uh, plan on, on doing that, but no, like, and I mean, and I still don't think she's a great promo. Like when, when you were talking about rearranging teeth uh, and then I'll become your DMD. No, swap it. But swap it, it, takes, it, been it takes many, it takes years to become a dentist. Yeah. It's not like you break someone's no, teeth and suddenly even, even become a dentist. Like, like if she had switched and just been like, on Friday, I'll become your DMD and rearrange every tooth in your mouth. Like something like that. Like the, <laughs> the, the, the order that it came in felt awkward, but like, it's not bad. She did fine. She looks cool. It's a odd look, but it's cool. And like, she's a good wrestler. I, like, I don't know. She's one of many. Like, and then Serena Deeb interrupts. Tony. Oh God. Okay. So you didn't like this. A what lot the of hell happened? Like this. I rewatched it before we went on the air. I didn't hate it. I didn't. I, I I just thought it was it a got little awkward. Weird. How what, so? She put on an accent at some point. Yeah, I don't that know was, if she I don't had know what a, that was about. Like, was something going on? Like, it seemed I, very strange. Like, not, that didn't make any sense. Um, no, I enjoyed the honesty in it. Like when she was talking at Dustin, and I enjoyed Dustin having no response for it, rather than saying something dumb. Um, but yeah, it was mostly like the Serena D acted very unusually and that threw me right out of it because she she started speaking in an accent not initially like came out later and it wasn't any discernible accent it was just odd so that 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 was weird to me i didn't need her to be like you don't have the balls to yeah and that's the and it was capped off with something that's so cliche at this point that i I just can't like like, after saying some genuine like stronger things but like and i enjoyed the content of the promo the delivery was probably what it was and i didn't love that's always the problem like deep has consistently felt very wooden on tv and now she didn't feel wooden she felt like odd (laughs) and so like the content to be wooden considering she's a a very big practicer of yoga you think she'd be more limber (laughs) not limber not timber well and that's the thing she's great in the ring she's a damn good wrestler and it's just, yeah, the promo stuff has consistently been a little bit rough. So anyway, uh, and then out comes Thunder Rosa and they try to do an attack angle. Serena Deeb clocks her with the title, walks out holding the title and she's not going to win a double or nothing. There we go. No. yeah, And like this, you know, this will be an excellent match that has had a not good build. <laughs> Chat, my dad jokes, no, no bounds. 
Never gonna end. Limber, not timber. Can't stop, won't put stop. That, put that on a shirt for Serena Deeb. If they do all out in Toronto, I will absolutely make that shirt and give it to Serena. There we go. <laughs> She'll be like, what the fuck is this? I'll be like, this is just for you. Limber, not timber. Anyway, Adam Cole, baby, takes on Jeff Hardy in the Owen Hart quarterfinal match. Match was fine. Match was quick. Match was really just there to get yeah. Adam Cole over and then set up Bucks versus the Hardys. Uh, who have been setting up their match on BTE. So you probably wouldn't know any better except for a couple of promos here and there. But because I watch BTE, I don't mind the build. So go back and watch BTE for the last few weeks and you'll see where they're doing the Bucks versus Hardys. There you go. Yeah, Anything it felt kind of out of nowhere for me, but I was fine with it because like that was a great interaction backstage. I thought it was like, actually, yeah, I really enjoyed the the Bucks and Hardy back and forth there. So like that I appreciate. Um, Rosa versus Deeb. Sorry, just answering a question in the chat. How, we, how yeah. I would... It better um it's not necessarily the booking i honestly think it's just both women have had a hard time getting out good promos i think they were given the time and they just it just didn't come together so sean had mentioned that uh thunder rosa was taking a little bit of time to heal up and she's yeah. not working as many indies because she wanted to focus on aw commitments and i get that um so she hasn't been able to she not has been able to but she has not been wrestling on the shows and I think that kind of hurts a little bit. Yeah. Whereas you've got Serena Deep, who's been wrestling on and off for the last few weeks. And uh, Serena Deep's just a really good wrestler. And I wish that they just kept giving her matches to beat the shit out of somebody and make her look more and more dominant moving into this match against Thunder Rosa. But I understand that you can't have Thunder Rosa then go and have dominant matches of her own to one-up Serena Deeb and make herself look good. So they kind of had to get to this promo off every single week that wasn't very good. And on top of that, they kept running the promos at the exact same time every single week. It is the pre-main event women's segment. It's the cool down. They, they weren't taking any chances, which sucked. But uh, yeah, I just... Yeah, like I think what they could have done was was had like continue the professor stuff with Serena Deeb and have her just yeah. like like continue to do like some crazy submission stuff and have Rosa just have matches where she's like, just knock down, drag out, like brawling and winning, yeah. right? Like more grueling fights just to give you some, some thought that maybe Serena is going to go over, like have, have Rosa's matches be a little more hot, hard fought. So uh, a little truncated on the, on the rampage stuff. Um, I'm not going to go through the, the six man tag or I do want to shout out big demo for showing up and, and having a match yeah. with Sean Spears. They are now one and one. If anyone remembers, Damo made his NXT debut by beating the shit out of Sean Spears once upon a time. Sorry, Ty Dillinger uh, gave him a big old 10 to the face and knocked his ass out. So uh, Damo and Spears are one and one. Now they have to go at it in a cage, I think, at, uh, at a, I don't know, a neutral space. Where can you do it? Impact? <laughs> yeah, just throw it, throw it in there. There you go. Ty Dillinger versus Big Damo in Impact. Let's do that. Uh, and then they did Chris Dowland versus Red Velvet for the quarterfinals of the women's tournament, uh, the Owen Hart women's tournament. Uh, a good match. It was fine. It's that kind of coming in in relief of uh, Serena D. Not Serena. Sorry, uh, Shida Hikaru Shida was unexpected, but here we are. Stack gets the win, and then the baddies jump Chris. Yep. Not much else to add. No, I like the the Statlander one arm like overhead press. <laughs> what I didn't love was so Ruby Soho was on commentary. She comes down and evens out the odds. And then Jade Cargill comes in and starts beating down Ruby Soho. And then Anna J comes in and then she beats up Jade. And then afterwards, Jade's like, hey, we'll have a match for the TBS title at double or nothing. Anna J and Jade Cargill. We've seen that match before. They did it on uh, Rampage a few months ago. I, I Again, this isn't a match that I would put on a pay-per-view with zero build. And I've seen people talk about, you know, the TBS title being this open challenge title that's great wonderful awesome how about making the open challenge a few weeks out instead of a week out from the pay-per-view and then yeah. putting it on the pay-per-view like that's to me doing this is a buy-in match and that's no disrespect to either woman you a buy-in match is still very important to get people invested and interested and wanting to buy the pay-per-view if they're still on the fence Tell yeah me what just you think yeah you know they could have done that as a buy-in match have it be you know a great in-ring affair it's just yeah that there was no build to it so like i'm not that invested on on what's going to happen with it so yeah like and i see it in the chat like it's not a match that you would put on but jade being on pay-per-view is important that's yes I agree. absolutely yeah but then the, the 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 time should have been spent building up an opponent for jade 
that's all uh and and i do like the baddies like i love what they're doing with oh yeah velvet is much like and i (laughs) i was not a huge red velvet fan for a while they've like what she's got together now is much better uh much more compelling character and the the in-ring solid so the bunny is always my number one contender. The bunny and Penelope <laughs> Ford are always my number one contenders. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it should be a buy match, but we'll see what they do. And yeah. then finally in the main event, Scorpio Sky. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's not the main event, but uh, no. this was the main event for me, this segment, but I was like apoplectic. Scorpio Sky comes out with Dan Lambert and all Ethan Page. And they're like, somebody stole my belt. And first of all, I, when did they steal the belt? I don't remember anyone stealing the belt. I missed it. I must have missed it. And uh, calls out Sammy and Ty. Sammy and Ty are in the back. He takes a sledgehammer to it. And then Kazarian shows up. Reservoir dogs Kazarian. Starts beating the title up with a sledgehammer. Don't know what that's about. And uh, meanwhile, while he's doing that, Sammy and Ty are in the background making out. And I'm like, who are the heels? Who are we? I'm, everyone sucks. Everybody, Everybody sucks. Here. sucks. That has become clear. Also, like this is the least interesting way to destroy a belt with a with a blunt object. Like, get a wood chipper. Get a like. Get a, a saw. Like anything else. Do something. They're, I, and they're like, I saw Sammy and Tay's social post, and they're just holding up the little dinky TNT bit, and I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, you know what? You, you know what? And if they do a um a Lakers themed, like a SoCal themed TNT title for, for sky. Great. I'm all about it, but man, that segment was trash. And man, did I think of myself? I hate everybody in this segment. I don't want to see anybody. I don't like it. Okay. Silver lining. Did anyone get called a whore this week? I don't remember that. Probably. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think it, I, I think he spared us that for one week. So That's let's true. take a nice bit of a breather and appreciation one week without, uh, Dan Lambert calling anyone a whore. Such a weird, weird segment. And then in the main event, it was the Americans, Dragonson, Bryanson, Danielson taking on, and Moxley taking on Dante Martin, Matt Seidel. I don't have much to say about the match. It was a good match. Go watch it. Uh, it all just came about when Dante Awful and Seidel. Just, Awful. Did not like that. Seidel was just like, I'm teaching him love and peace and wrestling, and you're teaching bloodshed. And uh, what? It was just weird. It was dumb. Yeah, no, no, not for me. Where's Yuta? <laughs> Yuta's in Japan for Best of the Super Juniors. Okay, yes, yeah. correct. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So is uh, so is Ace Austin if you're on the Impact beats. Yeah. Uh, they're actually there, and and actually most of the the Gaijin, most of the um, the international wrestlers are doing quite well actually. Good. It's good. It's a good tournament. I might uh, try and catch up today on Best of the Super Juniors. So we're going to talk more about double or nothing next week. We'll run down the card, but right now I just want to read it to you because there's a lot going on. And I just want your immediate opinion before we get off for today. Are you ready for this? Okay. Here's the buy-in match right now. It's Hookhausen versus Tony Nisa, Mark Sterling, which by the way, they did that montage this week. Hilarious. Loved so it. God loved it. Oh, I really enjoyed that. That was so yep. good. Big fan of that. House uh, of Black versus death triangle was just announced. Don't know why they're doing that on the show and not, on a main event on Rampage or Dynamite, I don't know. It's very sounds strange. like a great match, but yeah. I'm guessing the the Vegas Dynamite main event this week is going to be the cage match, if I yeah. had to guess, uh, and that's fine. But House of Black and Death Triangle could have been just a middle of the show match, a one hour crossover match. Uh, Hardy's versus the Young Bucks. That's a match I can see on a pay per view. It's a big build. It's fine. It's good. Jade Cargo versus Anna J. We just talked about why we don't necessarily need that. Women's Owen Hart final going to be TVD. Uh, men's final is going to be uh, Adam Cole taking on either Samojo or Kyle O'Reilly, probably Mimosa Joe, Ragosa Joe, Samosa Joe, right? Mm-hmm. Cole and Joe is fine. And then have Joe have the match cost by uh, Satnam Singh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they could do that. Kyle and, uh, Kyle and Adam is, is compelling, but I don't think they're there yet. That would just be a bit soon. <laughs> Maggie, I hate you so much. She's asking if my beard's always been this gray or is it the result of fatherhood? Uh, both. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, low column A, low column B. <laughs> I've, I've been beard. My beard has been graying for the last 10 years, let's say. So there you go. I'll be 35 in 10 days. Uh, oh God, I just gave my age away. Uh, Wardlow versus MJF. That'll most likely happen unless something happens next Wednesday on Dynamite. Anarchy in the Arena, the Jericho Appreciation Society versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Eddie Kingston, Santana, or Ortiz. That's fine. 
again, I see that on the card. The tag championship match we talked about, Jungle Boy Luchasaurus versus Starks and Hobbs versus Lee and Swerve. I can see that on the card, though it's kind of been shoved in as a triple threat. I just wanted a single or single, you know, one-on-one, whatever. Um, Two-on-two, not one-on-one, but yeah. Uh, Women's championship match, Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb. We saw that. That's fine. And then Hangman Page versus CM Punk for the world championship. Yes, we get that. It's fine. It's just there's a fuckload of matches. It's a lot of show. It sounds mostly good to me. I think I'll enjoy a lot of that. It just it felt like a few things got shoehorned in on Rampage. That the House of Black match and that one the, again felt very strange yes, being that, that it was revealed via tombstone. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, man, they had it in the budget. Something to do. Something to do. It should be a buried alive match. No, it doesn't. No, please no. Buried alive. Congratulations to the Usos, who are the new Unified Tag Team Champions. We didn't talk about that, but I'm sure at Hell in a Cell, we'll be seeing those two teams go at it in the cell. Meh. Let's get out of here. Tim, where can the kids find you on the internet? Oh, if you so choose, you can find me at Tim Stone PT. Hey, my name is real tiny. You trying to undermine me. <laughs> Tim Stone P-T-I-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-P on Twitter. Has it really? Yeah. I think so. I just right. haven't fixed it. Maybe you got to work for it if you want to follow me, I guess. Someone wants to make us a new overlay. I will not say no. We can talk about that on the internet. Uh, I am Agile Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-A-R-L. Every day we're trying to drop some content here on Fightful Overbooked. And on Thursday nights after Impact Wrestling, check me, check me out. And check out crest of the star we do the impact post shows now thursdays after impact wrestling you know who i am you know who he is ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary we will see you in the next one cheers enjoy your sunday